Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So today's episode is inspired by the bag of random stuff from Target that I found in my closet a few nights ago. (laughs) Um, So with my four-year-old starting preschool this week, I remember that a while ago I had bought him a new water bottle and some new underwear, so I went searching for them. And when I found this bag of stuff, I also found a new sports bra that I had bought myself at the same time. And I instantly had this wave of guilt. Like, why? Why do I do this? I don't need it. I literally have 10 sports bras sitting in my drawer right now. I don't even know what I was thinking. But at the time, it just felt right, right? So I'm going to break today's episode up into kind of two parts because there's two related points about this topic of wanting and buying things that we don't need that I want to make. The first is I want to reiterate the fact that as humans, we often just accumulate stuff, right? Like I think it's a natural tendency that we have very likely as a result of scarcity, but that's a conversation for another day, um, to just fill our houses, our closets, our kitchens, like our kids' toy rooms with more and more stuff. This is so common, by the way. And I think oftentimes when we buy one new item, it leads to the purchase of another, which explains why once I put the sports bra in my cart, I continue to snoop around the athleisure section of Target for a new pair of leggings that matched which I didn't get by the way, but I really wanted to. So there's a name for this concept. It's called the Diderot effect. And it's named after the famous French philosopher, Denis Diderot, who in 1765 came into some money when Catherine the Great, the Empress of Russia, offered to buy his library. Shortly after the sale, he bought this new beautiful scarlet robe. And it was so beautiful to him that it felt out of place among all his other possessions. So he felt the urge to buy some new things to match the beauty of his robe. He replaced his straw chair with a leather chair. He replaced his old rug with a new fancier one. He started decorating his house with all these new sculptures, right? So the Diderot effect states that obtaining a new possession often creates a spiral of consumption, which, which leads you to acquire more new things. And as a result, we end up buying things that our previous selves never needed to feel happy or fulfilled. So here's a few other examples. One from also from back to school shopping. We got my younger son a new dinosaur backpack, which, you know, clearly doesn't match his Paw Patrol lunchbox from last year. So now I'm looking around on Amazon specifically for a dinosaur lunchbox, right? Um, another example, right? Like say you buy a new dress or a new outfit for a particular occasion 
And then you realize, oh, wow, I don't have any shoes that match this said dress, right? So now you immediately start like shopping for shoes to match this dress. I think you guys get the point now, right? The reality is my son already had a perfectly fine lunchbox. And Lord knows I have plenty of shoes. But because something new was introduced, we're immediately drawn into this like, I need more, right? This spiral of consumption that I just mentioned. And if we're not spending our dollars with intention, anything we buy can lead to more unplanned purchases, which then translates into anxiety over said purchases and then guilt and then shame, right? So let's start to be more aware when this is happening. Let's just start to observe our own thought patterns here and see if we can determine when we're actually in need of an item or if we want it just because, right? The other big point I want to make today is that I think shopping represents freedom. I know it does for me, but I think this is a universal concept because of how shopping came into existence. So let's step back in time for a second. Back in the day, like before stores existed, people had one thing for a single purpose. You had one coat, you had one pair of shoes, you had one pair of gloves, just as an example. And normal people, meaning like not the super wealthy or elite, probably had fewer things because everything was difficult to manufacture and produce back then, right? So as a result, if you had something, you took really good care of it because you didn't have much, right? There wasn't a place to shop because things couldn't be produced at scale yet. Plus, people just didn't need more things then. Like you didn't need an outfit and accessories for every occasion because the average person didn't have occasions to go to. You basically like didn't do anything besides work and sleep back then, right? Until the early 1900s. So there's a show on PBS called Mr. Selfridge starring Jeremy Piven for all you Entourage fans out there. And it's about this man, Harry Gordon Selfridge, who introduced the concept of the department store to London. It was from him where the concept of shopping as a leisurely activity and providing options came from. Prior to that, you just went into a store for something specific or you didn't go at all. There was no browsing, right? So now things that were confined to the upper class were now accessible to everyone. Think about being in that time, right? Like you go from having one pair of shoes that you wear every day to now having another pair or even possibly two pairs that you could wear when those got worn out, which is a convenience. It makes you not have to be as concerned about surviving, right? So it frees up your energy so that you can now focus on other things, which makes life easier. And for so many people, that's freedom. It's this notion of having options, right? That was revolutionary at the time. And honestly, thinking about this more, shopping still represents freedom for me. I feel like I'm constantly doing everything for everyone else and putting myself at the bottom of the list, right? 
So I feel like in my head, I have to find little ways to get my kicks into. Like when I'm back to school shopping with my kids at Target, this is my one chance this week at doing something for myself, for doing something that makes me feel free again, a feeling that I crave more than anything these days. And that's why I think I impulsively buy things that I don't need. In this instance, with the sports bra, there was no intent. I didn't even try the sports bra on, and honestly, I still haven't. It could not even fit for all I know, right? Yet, I spent $25 on it just so I could feel like a tiny, tiny piece of the version of myself that I used to be. I've mentioned this before, and I think it's a really important reminder We don't buy things. We buy how things make us feel. So we're not buying the kitchen table, right? We're buying the memories with our family and the birthday parties and the holidays that we're going to host at that table. We're imagining the family sitting around that table, right? And, And enjoying that time. We're not buying the salad or the green juice. We're buying the feeling of eating healthy, so that we can give ourselves permission to eat chips or dessert later and not feel guilty about it. In my case with the sports bra, of course I don't need it, but I'm feeling frazzled. And, you know, I just spent $200 on school supplies for my kids only so that I can go back home to work, make dinner, put the kids to bed and do it all over again tomorrow. I crave my old life so much sometimes. The me who I used to be, who like on a whim could go out and run six miles because I felt like it and I had the time. The me who could do whatever she wanted whenever she wanted to. Sometimes I really miss that old version of me. This is like really interesting and really deep, right? Buying a sports bra isn't going to bring back that old version of me and it's not going to change my life today. But reflecting on this experience now has taught me something. That buying things I don't need is actually like my soul's way of telling me that something is off. That there's some void in me that needs to be filled that's way bigger than anything that I can buy at the store. So I encourage you to find your version of the sports bra. Whatever like unique, quirky thing it is that you crave, that deep down represents something bigger, something that might be missing in your life now that you used to have, something that has just been missing for a while now, right? Because stuff is never actually about the stuff, right? Okay, you guys, thank you for listening today. Uh, this was a really like interesting episode for me, so I hope you all enjoyed and got something out of it. And if you like this episode, you know, please feel free to share it with a friend. And as always, I say it, it would be incredible if you could write me a review on Apple Podcasts because that's how I can reach more people. And if you want to engage with me and other like-minded women, go ahead and join my Facebook group, The Mindful Money Mamas. Thanks so much, you guys. I'll talk to you next time.